Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Amy. Lexi. Guess what we're doing right now? Um, I don't know. Maybe um a little recording of sorts. Key <laughs> recording a finale. That is so cute. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're recording. It's episode 40. What up? <laughs> episode 40, bitches. This is 40. And guess what? I'm recording. I'm in my room and I'm recording. Amy's in her room and she's recording the season recording. finale. Oh God, that was awful. And we're singing. Hey, no singing in the North Pole. Aw. <laughs> yeah, we do. We sing all the time. <laughs> Gotta love it. But this isn't just any kind of singing, is it? This is the no. final countdown. The final countdown. I don't think I could hit that note without hurting myself. We don't have to go back to that. I love you for that. (laughs) We are here. It is the season finale. This is 40. We are here. We're kind of queer. And I feel like I'm probably a little more than kind of, but it's okay. (laughs) I am weird as fuck. (laughs) So, how is your last. Week Ben for season two. Well, I'm not sick anymore, so I have that going for me. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I love the health. Stay good. <laughs> so I, I spent my two weeks quarantining, and then I was able to go back to work. Like I said, I don't know if I had the Rona or not. I, I might have. And just out of precaution, I made sure to stay home for the two weeks. Nobody else got sick, though. So, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, that was weird. Kind of bullshit, if you ask me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10, would not recommend. <laughs> I do not. Uh, so, could it have been Rona? Maybe. But, you know, I've also been dealing with some health issues, basically, since I became a mother. And <laughs> yeah, it really rocks I, your body. It really does. Um, if anybody out there that listens to us has Crohn's, could you get a hold of me? Because I think I might have Crohn's. <laughs> 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 I don't know, though. But anyway, could have been COVID, could have been something else. <laughs> so... I was stuck in the house for two weeks, and I was able to leave again, you know? And I'm like, oh, it's so bright outside. (laughs) (laughs) Sun. (laughs) You're like, since when did we have a giant star out there? What? (laughs) (laughs) 
So um, one day I was out and my husband asked me if I could grab him a burrito from Allsup's. And Allsup's is a gas station here, kind of like 7-Eleven. I really that that's really kind of the only gas station convenience store that I feel that it's comparable to because Allsup's is a little ghetto like 7-Elevens are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> that 7-Elevens are ghetto and so are Allsup's, but you know what? I still go to them. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Actually, so the Allsup's they have, you know, candy like like bagged candy like their own kind of bagged candy yeah um but they also have uh you know burritos and chimichangas and stuff and i really like the green chili chimichangas they're really good my husband is a big fan of the uh bean and cheese burritos so he asked me to go and pick him up two of the bean and cheese burritos and take him to him at on lunch one day so I go to Allsup's and there's two guys in there. One guy's at the cash register and then the other guy is over with the deep fryer. And I was like, hey, I need two bean and cheese burritos, please. And he goes, sure, I just pulled them out of the fryer. Let me get, just give me a second. And so he grabbed them and then he goes to hand them to me and he... <laughs> This is the world that we are in now, Lexi. This is the world that we live in. He goes, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but these are hot. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, you didn't have to tell me, but I understand why you feel the need. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it was the best. I loved it. (laughs) Same reason the McDonald's fry sleeves say hot. (laughs) Right? And the coffee. The coffee. Yep. yep. If it like doesn't that have that, that warning that sleeve, the... you in danger. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh, there's a stand-up comedian. Oh, what's his name? Chris Porter. Okay, this guy looks like Willy Wonka's pissed off brother or something. But he's hilarious and he talks about that. Um he talks about labels and, you know, <laughs> Darwinism, but putting it into effect in regular society. Like yes, taking natural some, selection. Taking some warnings off of some of these labels. You shouldn't have to tell people not to eat paint. Just letting it take care of itself. Right. <laughs> he, he said, do not assist in childbirth with this pair of skis. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> God, you know, I have such an interesting love-hate relationship with stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Because they're so by damn them and comical, also annoyed. but at the same time, they're so damn irritating. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 stop. Stop it. Wait. No. Just don't knock it the your, fuck off. Don't put your head in the bag. No, wait. No. It's a grocery no. bag. No air holes. You know, breathe, breathe. <laughs> take, take it off. Instructions unclear, dick, stock, and toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. (laughs) Gotta love it. So that was fun. So after that, I ended up going to the grocery store because I hadn't been to the grocery store in two weeks. So we needed groceries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
New Mexico has been shut down since before Thanksgiving. We've gone complete shutdown, and um, they're only allowed to have 25% capacity or 75 customers in a store at a time, and it's whichever number is least. Yeah. So for a super Walmart... 25% capacity is much more than 75 people. So we have to have a line outside and can only allow 75 people in the store at a time right now. Well, not anymore. Uh, I don't know if it's just for Christmas or, or if the governor is just letting us do it this way now. But when... Uh, now we're allowed to have 25% in Walmart, so it's not just 75 people. <laughs> but for like three, four weeks, we were having to stand outside in line waiting our turn to get into a store. Yeah. And I remember talking to you one time specifically, telling you about how I had to stand in line for an hour and a half to get in. <laughs> to Walmart. Yeah, I that. <laughs> so I had to go to Walmart because I needed to get groceries. And this particular day, there wasn't really much of a line, luckily. I only had to wait in line for all of like 15 minutes. Oh my gosh, the... I bet that's a lot better than the hour and yes. a half, right? Well, since they closed everything down and they were, you know, making a stand in line. Here's the thing. I feel that it's a little silly, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know, the employees of Walmart have no control over it. It's not their fault. At all. So, I'm, yep. so you know, I'm going to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I have to wait in line, I'm going to wait in line. But I've noticed that if I end up going to the grocery store around like 7 or 8 o'clock, there's not really a line. <laughs> Like, I can get in within, like, five minutes, usually, if not straight in. Right. But this particular time, I had to go to the store during the day because, again, hadn't been to the grocery store in two weeks. (laughs) So, anyway, I get in line, and behind me, another lady gets in line, and she's got a cart. She's, She's about in her 40s, and um, she did not like being behind me. She kept trying to cut me. For real? You gotta love that. Yeah. Look at her like, and... we're both adults, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's got a cart and she's behind me. And like, first time that we move, I feel her cart hit the back of my heel of my, of my foot. Oh, and I'm like, I would already be done at that point. I was like, well, that's not six feet, but I didn't say anything, right? And so then we move again, and this time, her cart, like the end of the cart, is right beside me. I'm like, well, she's getting closer. And so then we move again, and I move to that side, thinking that maybe she might get a hint. Instead, she (laughs) comes over. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Instead, she moves her cart over to the other side of me, and now... Her end of her cart is in front of me, but she's still kind of behind me, but she's literally like breathing down my neck. Mm. And then we move and then we move again. And so I move over to the other side 
I'm like, if I just keep going back and forth with this lady, maybe eventually she'll get the hint. But then, next thing I know, she is right beside me. She is standing beside me. <laughs> and I I just, like, look over, and I'm like, do I know you? And she looks <laughs> over at me, and she was like, no. And I'm like, then why are you standing next to me? <laughs> and she just stared at me. And I was like, six feet, lady. Get six feet behind me. Thank you. <laughs> so then we move again. And so then she says six feet behind me. And I could hear her like mumbling to another person that was behind her. <laughs> mumble, mumble, mumble. I don't follow the rules very well, but she's the bitch. <laughs> right? Well, like, here's the thing. I didn't like people in my personal space before the pandemic. Thankfully, we have a pandemic now that tells people to stay six feet away from me. Right? I'm loving all the personal space. You know what? When the pandemic's over, y'all can feel free to stay six feet behind me. Thank you. (laughs) Yup. Keep that bubble. Stay out of mine. (laughs) Continue to stay six feet away. Thanks. (laughs) Pandemic or not? Keep your distance. I don't want it. <laughs> right? So, uh, yesterday, I went out to go dashing. And um, it was the weekend, so I do a lunch dash and a dinner dash on the weekends. Usually, like, during the week, I only do a dinner dash. Um, but yesterday, I went out for a lunch dash, and I pull out of my driveway, and I get down to the stop sign that's right in, like three houses down from my house (laughs) and I you know turn on my turn signal and I look to my right no cars I look to my left there's no cars I see these two people walking and there's a dog with them and I thought that it was their dog that they were out walking their dog but then I realized that the dog wasn't on a leash and these people weren't acknowledging this dog and then I'm like why does that dog look familiar And then I go, is that my dog? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Did your super tramp get back out? (laughs) He did. Um, So I I open the car door. I throw the car in park. And I open the car door. And I'm like, Whitey Ford, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) And, And his eyes, his ears perked up you know he's got those antennas on top of his head he sure does those <laughs> receive signal for sure <laughs> he's a he's a husky mix so he's got those husky ears and it's really funny because like his ears perk up on top of his head you know they just get all like whoop and but like if he hears like a noise to like the left or something one ear will stay forward but the other ear will move a little bit <laughs> his antennas <laughs> yep. anyways i was like whitey ford you want to go bye-bye you want to go do something and he was like i want to go bye-bye he loves to go in the car so anytime he gets out i always just have to ask him if he wants to go bye-bye <laughs> like he's not already bye-bye he's like i didn't know i could do that can i do that mom is that a thing we can do <laughs> even though i'm already out of the house <laughs> It's the only way that I can entice him from coming from the big outside world. It's always the car. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so funny. I was like, why does that dog look familiar? Why does that dog look? Is that my dog? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait a second. This is too familiar. 
I was so confused because he's only gotten out one time since we've moved here. And that was because the gate, the the front gate was left open on accident. Yeah. So I was, I, when I got home and I brought him in the house, the gate wasn't open. So I was like, what the hell? The dude freaking dug a hole under the fence. Aw, <laughs> turd. <laughs> he is a turd. <laughs> He's a tramp, but I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Sing Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have really anything to talk about work-wise. Um, when I went out dashing the other night, um, I got a Denny's order, and it was a, quote, blistery night, quote. <laughs> a blistery night? To... A blistery night in New Mexico, huh? Right, exactly. Uh, in southern New Mexico. Northern <laughs> New Mexico, yes. Up in the mountains, yes. I'm in the desert. So when they say blistery, they're talking like 52 degrees. <laughs> I'm I'm out dashing at night and I'm wearing a, a hoodie and pants, you know. And I, I literally have on like my... My cheapest shoes. I bought them for $3 at Walmart last year, but I love them so much because they're just so thin. They're like, I feel like I'm not even wearing shoes when I am out and about. So they're just comfortable. So I'm wearing my thinnest shoes. I'm wearing a hoodie. And I go to Denny's to pick up an order. And the lady that's in there, she's always been like nice but not like overly nice or anything to me you know like we've never really had conversation me and this lady but that night she was in a really great mood (laughs) i walk in and she's like hey how are you and i'm like i'm good and she was like do you want a hot chocolate for this blistery night and i'm like hot hot chocolate hot chocolate (laughs) i'm like (laughs) blistery wear <laughs> you're like looking around how bad did you stick out like a sore thumb in your hoodie and thinnest shoes though amy well i i stick out pretty pretty far i guess because last night i was also out dashing and i was just wearing a long sleeve shirt and there were people running around in full-on coats <laughs> you're like seriously though <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it could be the Hoosier in me, but what the fuck? <laughs> 55 degrees, I, I that's jacket weather. Right, exactly. Maybe. Uh, I had my windows open yesterday, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the windows on my car and on my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it down here in the desert. My, uh... My dad and my grandparents and my uncle and my aunt and them, they used to live up in uh, northern New Mexico up where it does get pretty cold. Um, But I live all the way down here in southern New Mexico where it really doesn't get cold. (laughs) So I'm good. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, I would really appreciate not having to deal with the cold weather and the anemia. (laughs) Kind of hate the combo. It's great. You know, it's... It's nice and gross and snowy out. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not saying it's gross because it's snowy. Sometimes it's really pretty when it's snowy, but we got that, like, rainy, slushy shit out there right now. It always happens, you know, like, the snow is beautiful when it falls, and, you know, for, like, the first, like, day, but the next day, it turns into a fucking gross mess. Yep. And it's not like that around here, so yay! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. That's about all I have. What about you, Lexi? So, my week. Um, First off, the star nerd in me is forcing me to bring this up, okay? Alright. The Grand Conjunction. Oh, yes, yes. I am feeling... Well, not me. My eight-year-old is getting all the meltdowns. She's a Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sagges are good for that. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize it, but her and Nikki share the same Zodiac. It's so funny, like, Aurora is a Sagittarius, so she's, like, really affected with, like, you know, when Mercury's in retrograde and all of that stuff. Whereas, Aubrielle is a Cancer, so she is more affected by the moon and the tides. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. any time that there's a full moon... There's a full meltdown. <laughs> you're like, I've checked. You're like, wait, you're having another meltdown. I'm going to check the calendar. Ah, oh, full <laughs> ah, moon yes. tonight. Okay, makes sense now. <laughs> so for those of you who are not star nerds, um, there's a really cool event happening out in the stars right now for the first time in 800 years. Already done by the time you listen to this. There are apps you can check it out on. There are, I mean, I'm sure if you Googled it, you'd find live streams and stuff. So me and the boys, we went out and we checked it. And there was a live stream from NASA following the alignment. And it was really cool to watch. For sure. But that's just us over here being star nerds. We're all about that space. Did y'all catch that cosmic alignment, though? (laughs) It was really cool. If you guys want to check it out, there are, like, you just Google it. I'm sure you'll find a stream somewhere. The internet's good for that. (laughs) All over the place. (laughs) New Mexico is a dark sky state. I'm jealous. We have so much light pollution to see through, you know? It's beautiful here, especially when there's, um, like, a new moon, you know? Uh, You can see the Milky Way, like outside my house <laughs> that's how it was when i lived in oklahoma gosh i miss that peanut butter and jealous girl <laughs> oh my goodness so aside from the stars you know the stars the universe and everything um stars can't do it we have just been elfing it up over here uh getting everything ready for christmas i have This is the first time that the boyfriend has let me go ham without any uh, hindrances on the decorations. So what did Lexi do this year, Amy? Martha Stewart it up. Lexi put a, I put a two-tier paper chain through my kitchen and living room. (laughs) And it is beautiful. And there's ornaments hanging all over it throughout. And it's, it's, it's. Like my masterpiece. Yeah, because you have a whole bunch of ornaments. (laughs) Sure the fuck do. (laughs) 
You know, we tried putting more on the tree. There's no space for more on the tree. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That wreath will use it all up next year. I'm just going to keep batting them away until then. (laughs) (laughs) No, so we've been elfing it up with our elf on the shelf, too. Oh, yes, your elf. I don't know why we fucking do it. Bobby. Bobby, our elf. He's a great guy, you know. He's just great. He loves to just tear He's up the fantastic. house. Fantastic. <laughs> Fan fucking test. <laughs> no, uh so that damn elf. <laughs> you did it to yourself. I did. I did. I was like we need this. It's a thing that we need. We didn't need him. We didn't nope. need any of that. And you know what? He went on a bit of a hiatus. Like five days into December, we kind of oopsed, and we didn't catch the oops for like a whole week. So he went through his own little quarantine. That's <laughs> what we're going with. But he's back at it now. There's more messes for me to clean up. <laughs> the kids love it, though. It is fun for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got, though. We're just geared up for Christmas and... I'm finally done being up to my eyeballs and ornaments and wrapping paper. Thank God. Yeah, we've been watching a new Christmas movie every night, you know, for since December started. Uh, Yeah, we've been doing that too. We started it with Muppets Christmas Carol, obviously. I mean, it's the best Christmas movie ever. Agreed. (laughs) Freaking Ethan doesn't want to watch that, but he wants to watch Noel for the 12th time. Which I think he might cool. have a bit of a crush on Ann, Anna Kendrick, and I can't. Blame I mean, him. can you blame him? I, I have can't. a crush on Anna Kendrick. Samezies. <laughs> <laughs> She's fantastic, and I love her so much. Um, so, have you watched the Netflix movie Jingle Jangle yet? No, we haven't seen Jingle Jangle yet. That was actually on our to do list. So it is adorable and funny. And uh, it is a bit of a musical. There is spontaneous song and dance. Which I am all for. (laughs) I am too, but my husband is not. (laughs) But my girls are. So they loved it. I loved it. Um, It's got Key in it from, you know, Key and Peele. (laughs) And it's got Ricky Martin. (laughs) What? Ricky fucking Martin. That's super left field, but I'm all for that. I know. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Where did you come from? I haven't seen you since early 2000s. (laughs) Does a double take. Is that you, Ricky? (laughs) Next thing you know, Enrique Iglesias is going to come out probably. I'm like, wait a minute. What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) Looking around. What the fuck? Living the vida loca. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to see this. No, we watched the commercials last night for it, and he keeps wanting to go over to Disney to watch our movies. <laughs> there are a lot of good Christmas movies from Disney, but that's not the only place. Yes, but Jingle Jangle is good. Like, my favorite all-time Christmas movie is still probably Elf. Why? Because it's like all the obnoxious things about the holidays. Yes, you know, that make the holiday spirit, and I love it, and they kind of mock right? it. Exactly. And I love it so much because I am Buddy the Elf. 
I don't mean to be, but I am that extra when it comes to Christmas. Or, well, any holiday. You're just extra. It doesn't matter what holiday it is. You remember that time when Easter rolled around and I decided to teach my oldest about the uh, a, the origins of Easter? All four of them? <laughs> Not just the Christian one. No, no. No, nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay. Does he need that information? No, but he has it. <laughs> he knows it now. So we learned all about the different types of Easter. Why? Because Lexi plus holidays equals the most extra. <laughs> but Lexi, not in a bad way. Extra I, on a normal day. I, well, yeah. I wouldn't be me <laughs> if I wasn't. <laughs> Look, my extra is what makes me. I am fabulous. <laughs> so... The the over-the-top extra Christmas stuff has actually just been bringing a lot of joy to everybody in the family because it's been a shit year for all of us. It has. All my extra packed into one lovely little bundle, you know? It'll still bring <laughs> a big-ass grin on your face. <laughs> so that's literally all we've been doing is just gearing up, preparing Making a damn spiral ham. <laughs> we are going to be smoking a brisket for oh, Christmas. Can you, like, send me some brisket in a care package? <laughs> Tis a mighty need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think that wraps up my week, though. All right, so it's time for some announcements. Ooh, we got some big announcements, don't we? Uh, yes. So, we made another list. Yeah, we did. Uh, this one is for top 35 retail podcasts in 2020. And we came in at number 16. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we did. And uh, that's a blog, uh, feedspot.com. That put us on a list. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah, they did. We love you guys for that. Thank you. Yay. Woo. Uh, sorry, I had to scroll. So, another major announcement. You see, Prestige Worldwide. Why? Prestige Why? Worldwide. Over here. Boats and hoes. Yeah, you got to come in with a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we can't want to be in it died no. <laughs> that's still my favorite <laughs> so the fucking Catalina wine mixer Amy over here y'all has been playing Hacker Man okay and by Hacker Man <laughs> I mean she made us a website and y'all should check it out your girl did us a good service okay it's I amazing did. If you guys want to go check it out, it is confessionsofretailpodcast.com. And that is also where you can find our blog. You want to talk Yay. about the blog? So, yes, I created us a website. The website is basically just um, a link to be able to, you know, see what a podcast is about and then also just to where you can find the link to be able to go and listen to us at whatever podcast directory you may use. 
the blog itself, we will use that to post uh, about different things that are going on with our podcast. We might talk about episodes. We might talk about lists that we've made. We might talk about updates that are just going on. Might even post interviews or things there too. Just It's just a way of you guys being able to be in the know of what we know. Yep. It's how you can tell what we're up to. Yeah. Go there to find us. Yeah, maybe during once COVID season is over and people are allowed to like gather around stuff, maybe we might eventually be able to start doing live shows. And Which would you be would be fun. able to read about that on the blog. Yes. Oh, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> but since we are in COVID season and we are not allowed to gather. <laughs> you want me to start the drum roll? Yes. Lexi and I are going to put on a virtual happy hour. Yeah, we are. And that'll happen while we're on our break. So that'll be a way for everybody that wants to come and mingle with us at a socially acceptable distance you guys can come and drink and we can bitch about customers or just get to know each other yep everything from casual conversation to venting our yayas it's all cool there yeah (laughs) it'll be on zoom yes we're gonna be hosting it on zoom i'll make a uh event on facebook and i will be able to link it that way so it will be on january 16th yes it will you want me to run down all the times (laughs) so our happy hour is gonna be 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central i'm doing the like molly clock thing you remember from big comfy couch (laughs) 7 p.m mountain and 6 p.m pacific on Saturday, January 16th. Hey, meet us there. Toast that with the host. That is uh, after Lexi's birthday and before my birthday. Because Lexi's birthday is January 13th. Yup. And my birthday is January 26th. Yeah, it is. So come celebrate. So it's a birthday bash, happy hour, and a toast to the hosts. That gave y'all the most laughs this year. Hopefully. Obviously, bring your own booze. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to like it if I try to hand it to you. It's not going to work, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am excited. Pinky's out, bitches. Well, Pinky's out, bitches. Singular for Amy, but. <laughs> yes, because I only have the one. <laughs> if you guys notice on our website, it's a shout out to the Nub Club because. Well, this podcast wouldn't be here without the entire half that is Amy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So does that wrap up our announcements then, Amy? It does. Does that mean it's time for In the News? In the News. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild... They make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. The last in the news of the year. I don't know what that was. That was kind of scary. (laughs) You know when you make a sound and you're like, oh God, was that E40 in my voice? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell me when to go. <laughs> Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> you know, I feel like he was battling demons in that song. It was an exorcism. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Amy, what is your news article? Well, Lexi, you may... <laughs> should I be preparing my pantsies? Yes, probably. <laughs> my news article comes from Daily News. And um, it doesn't have a lot to do with retail other than the fact that it happened at a McDonald's. But it's... um. It's a story. <laughs> he said, it's a story. Look, all right. I don't think the kid with the ranch all over his body was really retail related either. But you know what? Yes, it was. He broke into a gas station. <laughs> I mean, if it happened at a McDonald's and it happened at a gas station, they're, they're, they're equal. They're fair game. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if old boy Hidden Valley is cool. And so is this McD's story, okay? <laughs> All right, Lexi. You said that, not me. Just wait. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm not as prepared as I needed to be. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> Murder suspect escaped transport van after it stopped to buy him McDonald's. Okay, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Murder. 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 And McDonald's. And McDonald's. <laughs> I feel like you need the cold case file sound, you know? Or like the, the law and order, the dun-dun. Dun-dun. He's like, murder, murder, murder. <laughs> murder, mayhem, and cheeseburgers. What? <laughs> uh, first of all, this first sentence is fantastic. He's taken his order to go. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like shame on you, but clever. Love it. Love it. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. An accused murderer escaped a prisoner transport van Monday in Indiana after it pulled over to buy McDonald's. Okay. Amy? Yeah. Did you just tell me that there's a murderer on the loose in my backyard? <laughs> Did you just drop that casually as fuck? Hold on. Wait. Ah. Um, it's up in Gary, so. I mean, it was up in Gary. Has he been caught? No. Well, then he's probably closer to me, and I don't like that. Mm-mm. Um... Lane Taylor, who evidently prefers life on the fast lane over a Big Mac. <laughs> I think it's a puns now that I'm fearful for my life. <laughs> Is suspected of killing a 52-year-old on November 19th in East Chicago, Indiana. Mm. Yes. Uh, Taylor was picked up December 2nd in Dallas County, Texas police said holy shit so he had already dang run away once yes ah and you think he's not going south he was in texas amy oh my god i'm locking everything right now (laughs) cops said taylor was flown to chicago o'hare's airport and a transport company was in charge 
of picking him up and driving him to Lake County, Indiana, where he was supposed to be booked into the county jail. Taylor was in handcuffs, a belly chain, and a leg brace for the journey. En route to Lake County Jail, the transport van pulled over to buy McDonald's for Taylor. Police said Taylor then asked the driver to roll down the window, and the driver complied. So, Taylor then jumped out the window. (laughs) Okay, there's, like, so much to unpack just in that. (laughs) He's a murderer, a convicted murderer. Why are they rolling down the window? Yeah, that I have questions about. But I'm not, he's still a human and he still needs to eat. (laughs) But... Man, you know what? I needed to eat, too, when I was a juvenile delinquent. And you know what they gave me? Cornbread. Well, you weren't they didn't transported give me no fucking across country, either. <laughs> <laughs> Why roll the window down? I don't know. What uh, the French it, toast? It says police could not explain how Taylor's restraints failed to restrain him. <laughs> nor mm. nor did they provide the details of his McDonald's order. <laughs> Damn, I was really hoping to get a mock order. (laughs) Did he order the Travis Scott meal? (laughs) No, that one's not there anymore. It's the other one now. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, it's the other guy. I forget. (laughs) I forget, too. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, let's start featuring people randomly. (laughs) Who are you? You get a McDonald's order now, too. So, we've got a guy on the loose. He and now he's really on the loose because he <laughs> escaped the vehicle. Uh, <laughs> um, the sheriff's office pointed out that all extraditions outside a 250-mile radius are handled by courts, which in this case hired the private contractor Ready Transports, a Green Bay, Wisconsin-based company. So <laughs> the sheriff's like, hey, hey. <laughs> don't blame us <laughs> it was these guys in wisconsin that's like, it right there didn't... that's the point that's it wisconsin people we love you you guys are so nice they're so nice they're like oh you want the window down sure yep yep that makes so much sense <laughs> oh you want mcdonald's absolutely um as this last update he's still considered on the loose and mm. anybody with information should call 911 <laughs> oh god that does not feel good in the anxiety <laughs> department nope would you have rather me not told you no i'd much rather you tell me but that information <laughs> isn't good information Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. why didn't you take me with you <laughs> there's not nearly as many murderers on the loose i guess out there well, it's because there's a lot less people. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty crowded over here in the corn. All you people of the corn. You know, I even had children of the corn. <laughs> I technically have children of the corn. You are a child of the corn. I am not a children of the corn. Oh, well, you know what? You're you're half corn. you're half corn half cali i can't help that all right the corn raised me okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie (laughs) born under the sun raised by the corn (laughs) so that's my article (laughs) 
That's scary. How are you going to just casually be like, Merry Christmas, murderer on the loose, good luck, Hoosiers. (laughs) 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 What? So what's your article, Lexi? My news article comes from the Daily Mail, and it's titled, Hilarious Moment When Christmas Light Ceremony Goes Comically Wrong As the Illuminations Turn On Before the Mayor Pushes the Lever. Oh. Uh, this is in Somerset. So, this is over there in the UK. So, a Christmas light ceremony in Somerset went comically wrong on Friday as the illuminations turned on before the mayor pushed the lever. The hilarious fail happened in the town of Bridgewater, Somerset, which had been decked out in lights in a Christmas tree in anticipation of the festive season. The video of the ceremony has since gone viral and has been watched over 700,000 times. (laughs) It's pretty hilarious because you can hear laughing and like the mayor doesn't even understand. (laughs) He's like, what's your problem? They're facing away from the light. So they didn't see it. Right. In the clip, the crowd counts down as town mayor Lee Redman and county councilor Peter Clayton stand in front of a building called the Cornhill. Poised to push plunge the red lever. The red lever. As the countdown reaches one, the Christmas lights instantly illuminate. A second before the lever was appearing to turn them on. (laughs) Oh, sorry. A second before the lever that was supposed to turn them on was pushed down. (laughs) The pair awkwardly push down the ceremonial lever as the Christmas lights flicker behind them. They're like, oh, look what we did. (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Footage of the ceremony was shared on Twitter by BBC Radio Somerset, who joked that the comedic fail was the Christmas lights switch on we all needed in 2020. Yes, fantastic. (laughs) In an interview with... BBC Somerset, Bridgewater's mayor, Lee Redmond, said he was delighted that the premature illumination had gotten people talking about the town. As they had their backs to the lights, Mr. Redmond revealed that he had no idea that the timing of the ceremony had gone so wrong. My wife started laughing and I had no idea what she was laughing about, he said. We didn't realize at all until the best part of half an hour later when we reviewed the footage. It put a smile on people's faces, and that's what we could do more with in 2020. We need more smiles. We definitely need more smiles. It's all stressy Bessie up in this bish. We need some happiness. Stressful F. Right? Thousands of people have watched the comical slip on social media, and it has since become an internet sensation. One person wrote on Twitter, as far as timing goes, this was perfect for comedy. Another person wrote, and I always thought those switches were real. Sums up 2020 nicely. (laughs) Foiled again. (laughs) Bridgewater Town Council have since taken, or sorry, have taken the timing malfunction in good humor, writing, absolutely glad the lights bring more happiness than we planned. So they literally just have this lever that's useless. It's just kind of like a... uh... A visual thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're like, ooh, the big red lever does nothing. <laughs> Pull the lever, crunk. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong lever! <laughs> One second too early. <laughs> 
Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought that was funny AF, though. That's good stuff. And I thought that would bring a smile to our listeners' faces. Granted, this shit show of a year. Even if there's only a week left of it, we've already ridden the coattails of craziness this whole time, you know? (laughs) I just really hope that 2021 is way better. Well, there's going to be some cool down at the first half of it. You know, we all got to restabilize. 2020 really kind of, you know. It didn't start until March, so. (laughs) Well, hopefully by this next March, we'll have gotten our shit together. You hear that, America? Get your shit together. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) Pack it all up. Put it in a shit bag. (laughs) Take it to the shit store. I don't care what you do with it, but get your shit together. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, so that's the end of In the News. It sure is. So that means, is it tea time, Lexi? The last tea time of 2020, Amy? Clink. Clink. Lexi, what is your first story? All right. So you remember how you were telling me to, like, prepare my britches for your news article? Yes. Okay. Ditto, boo. But this is for my story, okay? (laughs) All right. Is there a murderer (laughs) on the loose in New Mexico, too? No. No. Unfortunately, I can't spook you like that right back. (laughs) Not that I'd want to. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right so my first story is titled i don't know let me see so this is roughly 10 years ago i was working at a fast food place and here are the characters to my story yeah the assistant manager known as am she's a lovely woman had wigs that were awesome and always made my day she never made me do questionable things but i think she spaced during this specific moment (laughs) There's the manager, known as A.H. Interesting woman. Made me erase dates off apples so we could sell them. She made someone else do it when I wouldn't. Why is the assistant manager called A.M., but the manager is A.H.? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. This is just what they gave me. (laughs) And I'm going with it. You know, I would think GM. (laughs) Right? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, then there's me, a young first-year college student who dropped out of high school and got a GED. Pretty weird, untreated PTSD, very literal, living with two roommates. Sounds like the best employee ever. Depressed as fuck for a lot of things, but living next to your job just sucks in general. Yes. <laughs> and then our last character of the story is the customer, known as CX. Seems tired and just wanted breakfast. This is the weirdest initials. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the location. We're setting the scene. Ready? It's a double store in the middle of nowhere with a gas station connected. And now for the story. You ready for this? Yes. <laughs> like you say, yeah, but you buckle up, baby. <laughs> Buckled. Strapped. <laughs> so it was a normal morning during the breakfast rush. The second fryer was still warming up, but we had enough fried potatoes that we weren't really worried about it. About 30 minutes later, the fryer smelled ready, and then continued on to smelling very ready, and then smoky. Oh. 
Sounds like. So I had no customers at the time and I'm just doing the fried potatoes for drive through and keep looking for where the smell was coming from. So then I look at the other fryer and see that there's smoke coming up from the back. Not super worried. Some could have splashed back there and, and it might just burn off and be a mess to clean up for later. I mean, Maybe. that's definitely not how to handle that, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is that a bird? All right, Usher. <laughs> we don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Well, that's Bloodhound Gang. Burn, I'm aware. Fucker, burn. Burn. I know, whole, I know that whole damn song. Anyways. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jimmy Poppin. I'm a dumb guy. guy. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, so I put the potatoes down in the grease and yell for the assistant manager. I tell her that the fryer was smoking and Wait. I headed back over to the register because at this point a customer had walked in. Okay, hold on. They said that the fryer is smoking yep so they put potatoes into the smoking fryer no there's two fryers oh, right okay, okay so the one fryer had potatoes dropped okay the other fryer is the smoke is getting worse smoking all right all right and so at this point this person has already told the assistant manager about it okay okay so i head back up to the register since a customer has walked in from the gas station side i ask him What's good? <laughs> What's good? And he gives me his order. He walks away. Then, while I'm bagging his food, I happen to see that the fryer is now licking flames out the back. Oh. I don't exactly want to cause a panic. You don't want to cause a panic? It's on fire! Fire is definitely a panicky situation. <laughs> it's not just a fire. It's a grease fire. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on. So I said, so I don't exactly want to cause a panic. <laughs> I hand the customer his food and yell out for the general manager. She comes back and I ask her, so what do I do? Pull the thingy? Pointing at the fire system for the grease fires. She says no, and she's got it, and go back to my register and wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't care. I'm just waiting to leave at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> casual there's a fire i was leaning i was leaning on the counter instead of cleaning and at this point i'm leaving all my cares at the door while i watch the fryer (laughs) (laughs) that's when the customer walks in from the outside i turn around to greet him but i warn him about the smoke like me he appears to have lost his cares and proceeds to the register my co-worker at the window is aware of the situation and is still doing the orders we have Oh. You guys are really handling this, um, well. (laughs) (laughs) So the employees in the back appear to still be there, but on the other side of the fryers, and honestly, I figure death is probably not the worst thing if it shuts this place down. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Sure, I'm Uh, willing to die. I'd rather die (laughs) than continue to work. (laughs) So the customer goes, can I get a bread product with meat for the two for blank money deal with a coffee? I'm sorry. <laughs> you want a a fucking sandwich? Is that what you're, no, offer, no. you're ordering? <laughs> nay, nay, Amy. Not a sandwich. They want no. a bread product with meat. <laughs> 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 Bitch, you so mean I a sandwich? Said, 
fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) So I say, I'm not 100% sure what to do in this situation since... Does this look like a safe situation to you? No. Gestures at the fire on the fryer. (laughs) Is that a Dr. Seuss book? Like Fox and Socks, Fire on Fryer? It's the fryer fire. (laughs) (laughs) The customer says, well, you're still here, aren't you? (laughs) Yep. I sure the fuck am, aren't I? (laughs) I would have been like too stunned to respond. (laughs) Right? Like, I would laugh. If I was this person, excuse me. <laughs> if I was this employee and that customer just said something to me, I would laugh and be like, "I sure the fuck am." <laughs> yes, yes, this is hell. Can't you tell? There's literally fire. <laughs> this is fine. Everything is fine. It's a fire we serve bread products with and... meat. <laughs> a fucking bread product with meat. <laughs> What? (laughs) Oh, that's so good. So, me, slightly stunned by what appeared to be the best touche for the situation, (laughs) I say, good point. Let me go ask. (laughs) (laughs) So, I walk to the manager's office. Casually. Past the fires. Past the fires. casually. (laughs) And just knock on the door. Again, super casual for the situation. (laughs) And ask the manager if we are still taking orders with the fryer on fire. (laughs) The manager says, what? No, I didn't know it was on fire. What the hell? (laughs) And I say, hey, I was just told to wait at the register. I've just been watching it from the register. (laughs) So the manager says, go tell the customer no and shut the door. (laughs) Finally, an actual reaction. What is <laughs> right? What the Jesus hell? Christ. <laughs> oh Fire's my gosh. Been I feel like. For like 20 minutes. <laughs> this, is, this is a callback to that time when I randomly called you to inform you about the fire and the power outage <laughs> and the blizzard. <laughs> this is on par. This is what we call retail horror. Why? Because we're still on the clock, and if we don't stay through the hell, we might lose our gerbs. Gerb. Gerbs are important. G-E-R-B. Or gerbs. (laughs) (laughs) So I say, okay, I walk back to the customer and and tell him the news. Advise him to go to the store across the street since they had a similar deal. And they're not on fire. Yeah, no shit. And he walks off kind of annoyed as I follow up behind him and lock the door. (laughs) He's annoyed. (laughs) You're annoyed. There's a fucking fire, bro. Right? He's like, oh, fine. Excuse me? I hope you trip on your way out, too. (laughs) (laughs) So the assistant manager appears from the gas station side and clocks back in. What? Apparently... She decided the grease fire was a good time to take a break. (laughs) So she speaks with the manager, finds out the situation, and the store shuts down. And we are all safe sitting outside with headsets, telling customers we are closed for possibly the remainder of the day, and just hanging out. (laughs) The morning after uh, the fryer was cleaned, the maintenance guys took a look to find out the filter had been put on backwards. Oh, That'll do it. Yep. The manager 
had the assistant manager take the morning sales to the bank since it was probably the only thing left to do. (laughs) (laughs) And she did this and never came back. Come to find out, she had left a quit notice with the bank. Oh. I ended up quitting shortly after as well. And as far as I know, the place is still up and the company that owns it has the same <laughs> name. Wait a minute. Wait. I was expecting, like, as far as I know, the it was still on fire and then, you know, we just rode off into the sunset. <laughs> yes. Grease fires off into the sunset. <laughs> the fryer fire. I thought you'd like one one good Hurrah of a shit show to kick out the season finale, you know. That was good. <laughs> I mean, no, it was terrible, but... It was fantastic. <laughs> Almost, I mean, you remember in way back in season one, the story that I told about the entire freaking restaurant caught on fire and somebody still tried to go through the drive through <laughs> Yes, I do remember that. Another callback. Hey. <laughs> uh... That was a good story. That was a good story. Speaking of, what's your first story? Lady asks for prices in the most vague way possible, therefore <laughs> ruining my happy time. I guess, I. what kind of happy time? <laughs> well, like we what? Will, <laughs> we will read and find out together. <laughs> That's what life's all about. It's about the journey, not the destination, you know? (laughs) All right, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) I'm a locksmith. I deal with keys all day. And a big part of that is car keys. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Most people, I assume, would realize that different cars have different keys. (laughs) Most people. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was sitting in the bathroom enjoying quiet time for the first time all morning. I forwarded the shop phone to my cell so there wasn't any connection issues since the bathroom is in the back of the building. I'm sitting there chillaxing, checking out some dank memes. Chillaxing all cool, (laughs) shooting some b-ball out by the pool. pool. (laughs) (laughs) Did he get a phone call that was up to no good? Yes. <laughs> making trouble in his uh, quiet time hood? I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't make a rhyme out of that one. I tried. <laughs> Checking out some dank memes when the phone starts ringing and my eyes roll back into my head so hard I can see myself in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard roll. That is a hard roll. <laughs> I answer the phone. Locksmith, I mutter professionally. (laughs) (laughs) Professional muttering. (laughs) How do you mutter professionally? (laughs) Well, I mean, we gotta ask this guy. Hello. Locksmith. (laughs) Locksmith. (laughs) Oh, joyous day. (laughs) Yeah, I was just wanting to know how much it costs to get a key made. The voice on the line says, seemingly a woman in her mid-thirties. I could hear the haircut in her voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that depends. What kind of key? I reply. It's metal with plastic on top of it, she says. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) 
My eyes, unable to roll back any further, give up and close. Okay. And what does it go to? I ask, slightly annoyed. My car, the woman says vaguely. Duh. (laughs) At this point, I no longer have any desire to enjoy my porcelain throne time, paid or otherwise. I cross my arms and legs and continue my line of questioning. And what kind of car do you have? I ask, praying to every god under and over the sun that she will give me a solid answer. A Chrysler, she says. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) And what model? I squeak. 300, she answers. At this point, I can feel myself slowly sliding off the seat, but I don't have the strength to stop myself. I ask the next question, but this time I'm smart. I ask two questions. What year is it? And did you have the buttons on it or was it a plain key? Ah, catching on to her game, huh? (laughs) Thinking I outsmarted the wench, I confidently (laughs) await her answer. It's a 2005. What was the other question? (laughs) (sighs) I try my best. You almost had her. (laughs) Almost had it. (laughs) Oh, you gotta try better than that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I try my best to stop myself from hanging up and I repeat my question. Oh, it's the button one. She says. (laughs) Oh, it's the button one. The button one. I breathe a sigh of relief, thinking the pain is over before my eyes snap open and I realize the horror that there's another question to ask. And where is the car? I ask, thinking that all along she had lost her key and needs a replacement. At my house, she replies. As I feel my blood start to boil in my veins, my hearing starts to fade and my vision blurs. Is that here in the city that we are in? (laughs) I ask, clawing at the vein bulging from my temple. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, finally, the end of the questions. I'm free. (laughs) Okay. Then it'll be about 180 for the key programming trip out to you and everything else that needs to be done. She screeches in my ear. What? Why is it so much? I had you guys make a copy a few months ago and it was only $85. I have the receipt. Um. Wait, so she she already got a quote and she's asking for a price? <laughs> hold, hold on a second. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one putting two to two together here, because what, lady? (laughs) Causing (laughs) my brain to go into fight or flight mode and making me very glad I was on the toilet in the moment. When I collect myself and realize what she said, I feel a wave of anger unlike anything I felt before. So, you didn't lose your keys. You just need to know how much for a copy? Yes. And you have a receipt, and you already know exactly how much it costs? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why did we call? What What was the point of this phone call? <laughs> Were you just calling to harass this guy? <laughs> In this moment, all I wanted to do was remove my single Bluetooth earbud, lower it between my legs, and release the most ungodly noise upon her ears. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, I took the moral high ground and simply said, yes, 85 is the price for just the key. I may have lost this battle, But sometimes sacrifices must be made for the greater good. And in this case, the greater good was my paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you call, lady? (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. So this person was under the impression this whole time that this lady was needing an emergency situation. But she just needed a copy of a key made and was able to come and get it but she already knew how much it would be so why is she calling right she's like what i already knew the answer to the question i'm calling you about wait why the fuck are you calling me what the fuck lady (laughs) i need a key (laughs) oh my gosh i could only imagine how many times that happens for a locksmith you know what i mean right Oh, my gosh. So what's your next story? You remember how in the last one you were just talking about you could hear the haircut? Yes. So my second story is titled, A Karen for Christmas. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. Take it back. (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) So when I was in college, I worked at a craft and home decor store. It was a Sunday in early November, so the Christmas stuff was out, making things even crazier. I was supposed to clock out at 3 p.m. this day, but didn't end up clocking out until about 3.15 because we were super busy, and then I stayed uh, stayed afterward with my friend during her lunch break to talk. When I finally left the break room, it was about 3.50 p.m. I don't know why I said (laughs) p.m. Just in case we wondered. Um, The break room was in the back of the store, and to get to the exit, you had to go through the Christmas tree section, a.k.a. Hell's Forest, and the registers. (laughs) I guess we aren't calling it Holy Forest. (laughs) I had just made it to Hell's Forest when a middle-aged woman turned to me. She says, I need you to help me get this Christmas tree from the back. I can't find it anywhere. At first, I didn't realize she was speaking to me because I was carrying all of my shit and had a heavy winter coat. Then I remembered I just so happened to be wearing a company t-shirt that day, so I couldn't just pretend I didn't work there, like Mm. how I was trained to act when I was stopped before or after a shift. Mm. Yep. So I say, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I'm actually off the clock right now. And just as I was about to direct her to the nearest working attendant, she cut me off. What? How dare you talk to me like that? Psh, off the clock. What kind of excuse is that? Who is ever off the clock? <laughs> she storms off and everyone around just looked at her with confusion. <laughs> I shrugged it off and continued towards the exit. I finally make it up to the registers when Karen shows up at, out of nowhere and demands that my coworker, who is at the register with a very long line, 
help her get a tree. Lady, just get in fucking line. Right. So she says, ma'am, we keep that size of tree at the register because it's so big and too heavy to carry from the back. So you can just get in line and we will ring you up. So this Karen was pleased. That is until she saw me leaving. She points at me directly and screams, She was so rude. She said she was off the clock. Can you believe that? <laughs> so this Karen runs off again, and my coworker, the customers, and I all just stare at her. <laughs> so my coworker says, Sorry, she's no longer working? Question <laughs> mark. So we all have a laugh, and I leave. That Friday, I ended up working a night shift, and we had closed the store and were about to leave when my manager realized she forgot to build a drive aisle. I'm not sure what that is. A drive aisle. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, Probably, um, if I... I mean, it, it, it's not called that in, like, Walmart terms or whatever, but, like, basically it's an aisle that just has all of the, like... Things that people are normally looking for for like Christmas, you know, like stocking stuffers and stuff like that. Like yeah. Drives business. You know, they only have so much room in the aisles, so they got to put the stuff in the middle of the walkways for people to bump into to be like, oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I ended up staying an extra half, or sorry, I ended up staying an extra hour and a half to help her. I was a little pissed off, but we started to share funny customer stories to pass the time. That's when I brought up Karen and her tree. And the manager says, oh yeah, I was supposed to get on you about that. And I say, what do you mean? The manager says, well, after you left, she came up to me and I double checked our rule book and it says you have to help the customer no matter what. Uh, no. (laughs) There's literally no law that can keep you there. To do you that. you there there's literally laws in place saying that you cannot do that. Yep. So I don't care about your fucking rule handbook. I'm not <laughs> helping a customer off the clock and you can't make me and go ahead and try and fire me for it and then I'll sue you. <laughs> right? Uh so I say but I was clocked out for almost an hour so I couldn't help her. And the manager says, this one's a real treat. No, you should have helped her and then written it in the timesheet. And I say, but what if it's like my day off and I'm just shopping? The manager says, you still gotta do it. No. So the next day, I called in 40 minutes before my shift and quit. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Lucky you gave 40 minutes. I would have just not showed up, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I would have literally just in person right there. You're going to fuck around and find out. (laughs) Scientific method at its finest, honey. (laughs) All right. What's your second story, Amy? My second story is a Christmas rant. Oh, I'm ready for it. (laughs) Just gets you so hype, you know? It's like the Braveheart speech. (laughs) (laughs) We will ride. Some of us may not make it, but for retail, we must. (laughs) We really went there, Mel, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's funny stuff. 
So my second story is called, I fucking hate my job. (laughs) Honey, don't we all? (laughs) They definitely have their bad days, don't they? This is a doozy. Big deal. So does everyone. I know. But the thing is, I didn't used to hate it. But COVID, combined with living in a shitty backwards red state full of ignorant pissant shitheads and the holiday season, capped off with an endless stream of pathetic, idiotic decisions and... Jesus Christ. And, and edicts from corporate have made me absolutely loathe my job and by extension my life. Oh man, preach though. <laughs> like I'm all in the feels for you right now. <laughs> That's just the first paragraph. <laughs> Damn. I was not buckled. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like shakily grabbing the (laughs) seatbelt. I truly wish I could look both our regional and district managers in the eye and tell them to go fuck themselves. (laughs) I've had a few of those too. Mm. And then do the same to our LP manager and then the same to the company CEO and his second in command. Nice. Quote, our store is a safe haven video, guys. Yeah, a safe haven for demanding impatient imbeciles and their useless children. (laughs) We approached every corner of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) A haven for walking mounds of subhuman refuse throwing bitch fits over having to wear a mask and spare me. Yeah. Oh my god. And spare me all this our teams are so great horse shit while you're at it. (laughs) (laughs) If we're so great and you value us so much, then fucking pay us more. Or stop dumping such absurdly unrealistic expectations on our heads and then bitching us out when they aren't met. Right though? Oh my gosh. It's almost like a once-in-a-century pandemic that's worse now than it was when we were actually quarantining is still, you know, happening. But fuck Gestures all that, right? at everything. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck all that, right? Fuck us, fuck our health and well-being. It's Christmas and you've got to big up that bottom line so the CEO can buy another yacht or two in time for spring break and all those barely legal co-eds in Cancun, right? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck your idiotic directives. Fuck your laughable attempts at placating us with transparently superficial gestures of support for those of us that actually have to work the front lines while you sit on your asses in your fucking homes working remotely. Fuck you. Yes, fucking thank you. (laughs) That, man. We'll we'll give you a a COVID relief. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yes, all of that. That <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you too. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't even cool. None I ain't even spare cool. any of y'all. <laughs> this deserves a standing ovation. 
Yes, it does. Let's just hope it sounds like claps. <laughs> that was our hands. <laughs> we love you, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> so, I got a surprise story, Amy. You do. You have a surprise story. You know, I, I figured we'd treat everybody on our way out for the year. <laughs> With the finger guns. <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> so, my last story is titled, There Must Have Been a Christmas Tree Shortage. Must have. This is a hotel story. Gotta love them. <laughs> I'm ready for this. <laughs> I don't think you are, but you will be. <laughs> Christmas tree right. shortage, and it comes from a hotel? Right? It doesn't even... Those two things don't make sense right now. Okay. And I'm loving that they don't, because wait until they add up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Several years ago, I was working in a hotel in the downtown area where I live. It's mid-December. The lobby is small but nicely decorated with an eight-foot Christmas tree near the front door. <laughs> feel like you might be getting where I'm going with this, huh? I'm, I am. I am picking up what you're putting down here. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to find out. You know, it's all about the journey. <laughs> In walks an individual who tries to do the whole... I'm just casually looking around your lobby bit. Because <laughs> that's... Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Not a single person casually strolls through a hotel lobby. That's a nice TV. <laughs> Man. Did you guys get your couches from Lazy Boy? Said no one ever, unless they were on drugs. I mean, then then you might have those kind of people in your hotel lobby. <laughs> this is so deep. You've never sat in a deep couch before. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, he tries the whole, I'm just casually looking around your lobby bit. And then proceeds to walk up to the tree, grabs it, and tries to run out the front door with it. <laughs> <laughs> An eight-foot tree. <laughs> I want to talk about the Grinch, man. <laughs> oh, my sweet little dot. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just like, look at that. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the best part yet, Amy. <laughs> Ornaments start going everywhere. <laughs> and then he gets hung up when the tree splits in half. <laughs> the bottom half dropping to the floor, but still connected to the top half by the multiple strings of lights. <laughs> so what does this guy do? <laughs> What any normal of, rational person would do. We're already past rational person. He's still he's trying to steal a tree out of a hotel, okay? 
We, rational is not on the table, Amy. <laughs> we lost rational when he was casually strolling the hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you see those people like walk into your store and you're immediately just like, "Would you quit? Like, go away with your bullshit. I know you're up to some fuck shit. Go elsewhere with it." <laughs> That's this guy. He's like, "Oh me? No, no. I'm Rico Suave. Smooth. That's what I do. I'm smooth." <laughs> so what does he do amy instead of just dropping everything and taking off like a semi-rational person he now tries to wrestle the top half out of the door <laughs> so he's like i'm already committing to this <laughs> i don't need an eight foot tree i'll take four i'll take yeah, a four foot four tree is good. it's better than zero right <laughs> So as he's trying to wrestle the top half out of the door, he's dragging the bottom half, which gets <laughs> caught in the front doors. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and the general manager are just standing there, totally stunned as we watch this whole thing go down. You're seeing this, right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> For real? <laughs> as we're watching this, we notice right across the street, Two local police officers on mountain bikes, also trying to figure out what the fuck this Grinch is trying to do. <laughs> well, this is like the worst attempt ever. <laughs> Eventually, they come over across the street, lay their bikes down, and walk up on walk up to either side of him. You know, hey, buddy, what's going on? What you doing? <laughs> What's this you got here? <laughs> Notice you got a nice four foot tree. Sure that's yours, buddy? <laughs> Looks like it's got a scraggly half back there. <laughs> As he realizes there are now two cops standing next to him, watching him try to steal this tree. <laughs> he drops it and then tries to run. Instead of turning away from the drop tree, he tries to jump over it to run, gets caught up in it, and face plants with a rather loud crunch on our sidewalk. Oh, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the inevitable happens. Cops cuff him, paramedics show up, and off to the jail ward of the hospital he goes. (laughs) Wait a minute. Let's rewind a little. Instead of running away, he turned to try to run into the hotel. Yep, he tried to. <laughs> he was trying to run the, the wrong direction for Why? sure. One hundred and ten percent the wrong choice, bro. There's a fork in your path. Will you take left, right, or or reverse? That wasn't an option. Hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> We never did end up finding out what possessed him to try to steal our tree. (laughs) Must have been a (laughs) tree shortage. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. So, done with tea time. Time for them demographics. Them dims. Lexi, who's in our top city? Our top city this week is Manhattan, New York. Woo! Hey! Keeping it up. We love the love, y'all. 
Who we got in second? We got Guadalajara. Hey, love seeing y'all still on the top, Elisco. Ooh, Amy. We got a tie. A two-way tie. <laughs> you can't with you. You're like, damn it. No. <laughs> you tell me that okay. I have to beat you, but every time I beat you, you still do it anyway. <laughs> I know. Okay. It's okay. It could be just a tie. It's just a tie. It's a Texas-sized tie, though. It is. It's a Texas tie. It's a Texas tie between Austin and Dallas. Austin and Dallas. Isn't that a show? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, it's Austin and Allie. <laughs> so, loving that Texas size. Love, y'all. And then, in fourth, we have Linwood, California. Yeah, we do. Hey. You guys are finishing off the season strong. We will give an honorable mention to Fayetteville, Arkansas. They made it in the top in the last bit, but they just barely, they're in number five. <laughs> so does that wrap up our dims, Amy? It does. So For the last time this year. Yeah. So, Lexi, do you have our last sign-off quote for the season? I do. And this one's near and dear because it's Bill fucking Murray. Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> I know that's not your middle name, but... <laughs> Might as well be. It's Christmas Eve. It's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we smile a little easier, and we cheer a little more. For a couple hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> well. That wraps it up for this episode and the season, guys. Exactly. So, if you guys want to talk to us some more, make sure that you remember to come to our virtual happy hour. Yep. And remember, will... January 16th. January 16th. And, uh... If we don't see you then, then we will talk to you guys for the first episode of season three. Yup. Everybody have a happy holidays. We love you. Be safe. Love you. See you next year. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Cast episode.